It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and stimulating talk. Me, Chet Martin, here with you, and by my side, the New Hampshire redneck himself, Mr. Brian Bro. I've been by your side for since the beginning, son. Man, way too much. <laughs> I got to get by your side and get down there very soon and get off this uh, communist ship that is <laughs> increasingly sinking by the day. And I can't wait, but you know, the time will come. CV's not with us this week. He's uh he's in a, a pigeon fight with Mike Tyson, I heard. No, there's something going on. <laughs> Something's going on with C V. We're trying to figure that all out. The black helicopters have been called. They're circling his home as we speak. So we'll let you know how that turns out with C V. I know he's he's hearing this right now and he's he's getting <laughs> upset with me. <laughs> That's all right. All right, so, hey, man, there's so much going on in the news. We could talk about the debt ceiling. We've, we've talked about it already throughout the week with Lee Elsie. It's been, it's been hammered over again and again. So I wanted to get into some of the stranger topics out there that people really haven't been talking about. And I picked this one up out of the Federalist, and it's called Meet the Violent Anarchist Behind DHS's Pyramid of Far-Right Radicalization Scandal. This is interesting because it's going to get into the Biden administration's workings with somebody that's affiliate, not only affiliated with Antifa, but describes themselves as a far-left violent extremist. So starting it with the Federalist last week, the Media Research Center, Brian, published a report gleaned from Freedom of Information Act's request that shows how the Biden administration weaponized the Department of Homeland Security to target political opponents. DHS provided 352000 plus in grant funding to the University of Dayton's Prevents Ohio Counter-Extremism Project. The grant application was based in part on the work of open anarchist Antifa-affiliated Michael Lodenthal, a postdoctoral researcher at the university, and here it is, by his own admission, is a far-left violent extremist. In 21, Lodenthal spoke at the White Nationalism Workshop and an extremism rhetoric and democratic precarity roundtable at the University's Social Practice of Human Rights Conference. During the White Nationalism Workshop, Lodenthal introduced himself by stating that he is militant Antifa. He then continued his talk by teaching, by teaching audience members how to securely dox people to their employers. He detailed how he uses VPN, burner phones, encrypted communications, and sock puppet accounts to dox people. Throughout the talk, he framed his work in explicitly anti-fascist terms, explaining how he employs anti-fascist intelligence to dox individuals online and in real life. He detailed what anti-fascists do with the information. We contact employers, landlords, 
commanding officers, school officials, family, clergy. We pressure service providers, PayPal, GoFundMe, Patreon, Amazon, etc., and people will kick people off. When asked during the question and answer section how people can help his work, which that's really great. This is this is some <laughs> sick stuff there. He stated, mm-hmm. donate money. We have defense funds because we get into trouble. A lot of things we do are legal. A lot of it involves breaking the law. Lodenthal's talk and the naked attempt to lounder Antifa tactics of online harassment, doxing, deplatforming, and illegal activity to make them sound academic. The danger of mainstreaming these violent extremist tactics became glaringly obvious in Lodenthal's second position of the conference. His talk on extreme rhetoric and democratic precautionary opened with an image entitled The Pyramid of Far-Right Radicalization, which implies the pipeline of mainstream conservatism to violent extremist terrorism. He stated, this is a modern far-right as articulated by what I think are some smart folk. We have a tiered system here between mainstream conservatism on the bottom, what is falsely called the alt-light, what used to be called the alt-right, which has been abandoned as a term. And when we look at the top, the folks who are engaging in this violence, Lodenthal did not give citation for the image during conference. And when Fox News asked him to clarify its origins, Lodenthal was not able to point to the source materials of greater context. He told them he believed it was authored around 18, 2018, and that he found it a helpful conceptual scaffolding and used it. In other words, Lodenthal grabbed the first image that reaffirmed his political belief and used it not knowingly any of the deeper concept, if any, that went into the design. If its undergraduate student did that in a presentation, he would receive a failing grade. Um, if Lodenthal appears to have a tenuous grasp on the academic research and seems more like an activi- activism than academic, that's because he... His account may look impressive at first glance, but a review in the published academic papers quickly reveals a lack of reliable academic research. He employs a full grab bag of buzzwords. Often, he doesn't even bother to employ a methodology othering terrorism or a rhetorical strategy of strategic, strategic labeling where he makes the case that the term terrorism is racist between the view of the movie Black Hawk Down. All right, so <clears throat> I probably went too far with that. But, Brian, uh, this is an, an individual that is given a green light by the Biden administration to target political opponents uh the dhs is using his information this guy's a radical leftist this guy this guy explains himself as an extremist explains himself to be violent of course as you see through all that uh that by uh the article here he tries to use terminology that makes him seem better but what we're talking about really here is an Antifa terrorist that was working with DHS. Well, <laughs> what, what's crazy to me is one, I mean, I, I, I had to see, I, I, I can't stand reading these articles without seeing an, an image of this person. So I had to look him up and Google him. This yeah. guy looks like Poindexter, bro. <laughs> I know he does. And it's like, th- this is the people that they... they you know that they are employing 
from our federal government. DHS is working with this individual. What does that say about DHS? You know what I mean? Look at what's going on with the FBI. We have a rogue government. I will say this every episode until I've until I'm exhausted. We yep. have a rogue government. And this shows it. These types of articles where our government is working with leftists, radical leftists, Antifa, it's no different than if they were working with with alt right, you know, you know, whatever. Come up with a, a, a neo-Nazis. Yeah. No, it would be no different. Absolutely. And that's the scary part. This is what is happening now. This isn't some old stuff. This is, you know, the last two to three years. This is happening when they have the White House. This is happening when they have the floor. They have made all their concessions. They have gotten all their money. They're money laundering and and all these different investigations that may be happening into the Bidens, which is a lot more than just laundering. We have offshore accounts. We have pedophilia. We have a a laptop that we can't find. They'll never let us see. And we have violent extremists going into... You know, and the trans individual in Tennessee and shooting a bunch of children. And then you hear that the reason this is happening is because of us and because of individuals like this targeting us. This is the most insane time in America that it almost seems like I say to myself, how wasn't this happening under Obama? But it is happening under Obama. That's what right. that that that's the secret here, <laughs> guys. That, that's that's the big tell. It that's is Obama. <laughs> it is Obama. It is yeah. it. It's a lot bigger than Joe Biden not knowing where he is and falling on his face off Air Force One again. Don't worry about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a puppet. Yeah. He's a he's just a figurehead for these psychopathic leftists, and that's why they're using the whole trans movement to poison the well. I mean, it's the easiest thing to do because if you stand up and you say anything against that, automatically they get to say, oh, he's hate, he hates gays, he hates, he hates uh, anybody on the left that supposedly feels differently inside their skin, inside their body, uh, and he's just a radical right extremist. And the people that are targeting us like this, that are working inside our government agencies are guys like Michael Lodenthal, a little wiener that's probably never been punched in the face once in his life. And that's who we're uh, that's who we're listening to here, Brian. All right, listen, we do have to come back. We've got a lot more show to go, but second topic of the day next. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck, 949 News Now and stimulating talk. Here comes Dolly. Martin and he on the on on the other side, Mr. Brian Bro, are here to uh, hash out all the important topics on your Saturday. All right, Brian, this is coming. It's another story out of the big Target uh, 
I don't know if you want to call it a scandal or just Target's, <laughs> uh, you know, crap story, basically. A place that I will never, ever shop again. Nope. Uh, police evacuated four Target stores in Utah last week after local news station received emails containing bomb threats. The CBS affiliate in Layton reported that the emails referenced Target's infamous Pride merchandise. Sergeant John Oltenson and Layton police told KUTV that each email included three sentences and was sent from bogus email addresses. He said investigations have turned up no credible threats, but prosecutors may seek subpoenas to find out who is behind the crimes. Meanwhile, four store locations in Ohio and one near Philadelphia also received some of these bomb threats last week. Each was evacuated. Cleveland 19 News published the email containing those threats. It revealed that the source was not Target boycotters. The email began, Target is full of cowards who turned their back on the LGBT community and decided to cater to the homophobic right-wing redneck bigots who protested and vandalized their store. After naming the locations where bombs had supposedly been placed, the email went on to say we will continue to bomb your targets until you stop cowering to the bring back your LGBT merchandising. Each threat turned out to be a hoax. What is true is the customers nationwide boycotting Target, regardless of whether particular stores have pulled their perverse product lines. So what's the result so far? Well, I think the result here so far is more craziness from the left. So the fact of the matter is they, they say it's pro-trans or pro, you know, pro-LGBT. No, the, this was clothing that was being sold in children's sections that not only had uh, in, inappropriate language used on some of the terminology in the clothing, but also satanic clothing that had a lot of the pride symbols with the satanic clothing you saw the individual that created a lot of this stuff he looks like he's absolutely insane and target felt the pushback coming from people that didn't want to shop there anymore because not only brian was this something that we probably as christian conservatives would not want to uh certainly pour money towards it's also just very demeaning and disgusting and inappropriate and i am surprised they haven't gotten more threats the way that they have it it it's uh it's only the other side coming now and saying well if you're not selling these dirty disgusting clothes to children we're gonna bomb you that's always the way that it goes man well, it's, it's sick well i mean you know but doesn't that tell you about the type of people that are on the left and on the LGBTQ side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think about it. When when the clothes were in the store, and they still are in the stores. They didn't pull the clothes from the stores. They just moved them from the front of the store to the yeah, back of the store. It. So so yeah. so so it's like so they didn't take they didn't pull the product. Okay, they they have the product still. So you you didn't see any bomb threats from you know uh, towards these stores when people you know when these clothes were in the front of the store you didn't see anybody that was conservative or had christian values or any or, or jewish values or anything that does not align with the lgbt uh community you didn't see them making threats to bomb the place but as soon as they moved the clothing 
that was seen by these insane, absolutely just mentally ill nut jobs on the left. They saw that as 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 you know an act of war, and now it's let's let's make threats of violence to bomb things, um, and and to and to terrorize America because we moved some clothes to a different section of a store. They have become very militant. This LGBTQ uh, movement, if you want to call it that, man, it, it is like something out of some dystopian nightmare movie that you couldn't even fathom happening. But, you know, now now with, uh, with people pulling back, with people even saying, hey, listen, I was a Target customer. I'm not sh- shopping at Target anymore. And like you said, they don't even pull it from the, the line. They put it in the back of the store. You know, it, it makes you say to yourself, wow, the bottom line and the money that they're missing it's not even coming into um, a point of discussion for them. It's not like, hey, we have to move on because we're losing money here. Right. It seems like that's kind of become uh, a, a similarity with all these these businesses that choose to move in the direction of the LGBTQ movement. Uh, for some reason, they seem to feel okay when losing out on billions of dollars. And I guess it's because of that kind of that exempt uh, program they have, Brian, that that uh, pushes out to some of these companies that decide to uh, promote the LGBTQ movement. I, I think it's a government thing. This uh, this uh, I guess basically it's kind of like a, a a token program where if you're a business that that is kind to the LGBTQ movement, you get special treatment. I, I think that's what's going on here, but I'm, I'm surprised when they're, when they're losing all this money that they continue down that path. Well, no, this all has to do with the world economic forum agenda 2030, um, you know, dystopian, uh, <laughs> you know, world that they want to create. So this all goes to this, uh, this equity, um, whatever credit scoring system that they have. Yeah. Come that's out. what I meant right. when I said the token. Yeah. The token. So, token. so if they yeah. don't, so what happens basically if, if they don't have these types of products and they don't start to push these kind of things um, enough, then the banks of the world that are holding the credit scores and, and whatnot, um, Equifax and you know TransUnion and all these other one <laughs> weird term uh, weird name for that right TransUnion. Yeah. But I mean all these credit all these credit uh, score companies will not give they won't lend money these banks won't lend money if they don't have a good enough credit score and the credit score companies are the ones that are are giving them these credit scores so what are these what are these corporations doing they are caving because they want to be able to have money they want to be able to you know borrow money to 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 broad you know make new stores and and expand the brands that they have right so they want that money and that's what they're doing basically they're holding the carrot over in front of their face saying if you if you don't if you don't walk where we want you to you're not getting the carrot right so there's it's okay we'll sacrifice the billions we may get from the American public, because if we don't do that, um, we're screwed anyway. Correct. So it's it, it's a catch twenty two for those businesses. 
Um, they still, they still are doing something evil though, and I, you know, I think they should still be held responsible. And I, and I know that I'm not saying that towards you. I'm saying it towards everybody out there that's saying, "Oh wow, well these businesses are are missing out on all this money." Well, they're they're making the decision to do what they're doing and sacrificing a little to get a lot because they know that if they push back against it, it's not going to go in their favor. And the, you know, that decision still needs to be held higher than just saying, well, they're, they're, uh, they're not able to do anything about it. They got to play nice. That's not how it works. Well, look at what, look at, look at, look at Budweiser. Budweiser just the other day, they doubled down. They, they doubled down. They, 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 they're literally, they're, they're redesigning their cans to look like a rainbow and all this other stuff. And, and, and saying that they're basically, they're, they're going to further this, this campaign for them. It's crazy. Well, you ain't going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin crushing any, uh, but, but like cans. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually got a good beer out there right now. But, um, yeah, that this is the thing. So you can have these rainbow-colored Bud Light. Yeah, nothing says uh, spring ba- break like a rainbow-colored beer can. Cool. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is the world we weird. live in right now, which is scarier. Scarier so than weird. any of the topics we could talk about is what's going on right outside our windows. Right outside America's window. With everything going on right now, you just better be, you know, keep the powder dry, keep your kids safe, and keep your kids educated the right way. That's really all we can ask right now. We do have Swoop on the line, so he's going to come back with us. Don't go anywhere. We got a couple messages for you, and we'll be back with Swoop. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. On the line with us, the host of Swoop's World. Swoop. The Target situation with the transgender clothing bender that was displayed in the children's section of most of the Targets where this was promoted ended up being touchy subject. Everybody had been talking about why would it be that transgender-type clothing would be located in a children's section? And I think that's pretty much bad enough, but we had this satanic clothing designer. His name is Eric Carnell, um, and he's known for his satanic-themed designs and slogans. One of them is Satan Loves Pronouns. Uh, There's a few mothers. Satan Respects Pronouns. Young, queer, and willing, which is really nice, uh, and, and others. 
Now, these were the things that were being put inside the Target stores. Also, tuck-friendly swimming gear, Swoop, if you, you ever try to uh, pair those out. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't tried any of that yet. Yes, I have, man. <laughs> uh, but, but, I mean, you, I sent you the article with this guy. Clearly, he's a demented individual. Everything that uh, they're pushing right now seems to be going after the children. And, I, you know, it amazes me to hear some of the left saying, well, they're just attacking uh, gays and lesbians. No, that's not what's happening. If there are people doing that, of course, we're not going to get behind that. When they start targeting children with satanic trans clothing, I think we have an issue, don't we, Sue? Yeah, I think, you know, what what happened here is, just, is you know, they, take, they, they went with something and, and they, they get egg on their face, man. It went way too far. Listen, Target's been having gay pride stuff there for years as i can recall and they've had displays and and you know didn't didn't make a peep when they went to the whole thing with the with this designer who's pushing all the satanic stuff in the kids sections specifically and uh, and and the transgender stuff and the little kid i mean onesies and twosies you know we you know people don't want their kids shoved down any kind of sexual um uh, advertising towards towards kids period let alone let alone uh these these things that kind of like you know tuck friendly swimming suits yeah. and things like that and and all, and all that satanism you know target's been around for years and i don't ever remember any clothing apparel that pushed any kind of uh, religious agenda in in target uh, uh or, you know christianity judaism or anything you know they might have had some displays up during hanukkah and christmas and stuff but not no clothing and and to push the uh, the, the the satanic stuff uh and on the kids thing and, and then say it is in the name of uh transgender in the name of pride that's where it went too far and you know what they they took his, you know, they took a lot of his stuff out and, you know, and, and he's still complaining and, and wants to make an attack on LGBT. I don't see it as an attack on LGBT. Uh, there's still LGBT stuff in the Target stores. His stuff's been removed because it's incendiary and people don't want it. The people don't want it. They don't want to see it. And then this, this affected their bottom line. And that's another thing. But what's, what, what drives these companies is their bottom line. You yeah. know, they'll, they'll, they're going to go out on if they think if they think they got uh, they got to weigh in with a certain group of people, they're going to go for it. And if it affects their bottom line, they're going to back off. And that's with anybody. So it, they're not, you know, he's saying that they won't stand up for LGBT. Uh, There's still LGBT stuff in the in the store. They're still celebrating Pride Month. His stuff they're not supporting. So you know, to make it to make it all about uh, lesbians and gays, and uh, is is uh, it's it's a falsehood. The bottom line is swoop. It's clothing designed for children that is uh, derived in a message of sexuality and satanic behavior. That is not normal, and it should not be seen as normal, no matter whether you're having Pride Month, what have you. You don't start shoving this down the throats of the people that are your bottom line. And as you said, that's what's, that's what's come back with the pushback. But I know you've also seen this as well. Now they're getting threats that they're going to get bombed. Um, yeah. It seems to be a very, like, violent side to all this lately, right? I mean, the shooting that happened in Tennessee, they won't show us the manifesto of the transgender shooter. And now with these bomb threats, it's becoming, like, really militant in this trans movement. Are you kind of feeling that way? 
Well, yeah, I mean, we're seeing, you're seeing that, you're seeing a lot of, uh, you, if you go on YouTube, you see, a lot, you know, people, I, I see a lot of these people talking about, you need to take up arms. There's some, there's some transgender dude on, on YouTube who's he's talking about, if you want to let me in a, in a woman's restroom, stand by, because I'm, I'm armed and I'll, um, w- the interesting thing here is, it's more to it than what we're seeing. There's, 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 there are people and entities involved that want to keep us separated fighting each other whether it's on the uh, whether it's regarding sex sexual identity whether it's regarding race whether it's regarding liberalism versus conservatism it, the, the the goal is to keep us fighting with each other and, and not becoming and not becoming unified and i'm surprised surprised you know because it's 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 still affecting women and it's it's men take <laughs> men taking away women's rights women's uh, women's uh, ability to win medals to take to hold jobs the different things like that because they call themselves a woman, you know, and, and in, in years, in years past, when you talk about transitioning or trans transgender, it was somebody who had to go through a year's worth of uh, treatment and psychological testing and things like that before they could go through this transition. Now you just do put on a skirt and say you're a woman. And, and, and of course, you know, the separation of the parent's right to be able to know if their child is being giving these trans transitioning drugs um and and you know in california in some cases they're uh they're not being told and this is becoming a, r- a really divisive and an appalling story uh you know it, i'm glad you brought that up though i was watching newsmax the other day and there was a lesbian on and she had started a group that is pushing back against all of this and what she called the trans movement and you know she said she's been ostracized uh, the 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 media won't cover any lesbian or gays that are against this stuff, and there are many of them. And they that she has been threatened. She's she's an old school feminist from the seventies, and she's like, you know, I, I've been I've never been attacked this way in my life uh, over something like this by the folks that that are supposed to be my own people, but. We're not allowed to be feminists anymore because obviously when they're doing this, they're attacking women. And and I think yeah. that's kind of what you're getting at. And the sad part about it is, Swoop, there are women pushing back, but they're being attacked and they're being shunned and the media won't cover it. Well, yeah, and that's that's a that's a huge thing because uh, we've seen we've seen so much of the things that the media won't cover just look over the last three years. Look at it. You know, and now you're starting to see studies come out. This is a different subject, but you know, now you're starting to see studies come out that said certain remedies uh, that were mentioned about COVID, uh, that are ways to fight COVID, yeah. were legitimate remedies, but those were shut down. Those people were considered uh, misinformation folks, things like that. We're finding out, you know, there was a study that came out not too long ago that said, you know, basically anybody under the age of 19 who died. Uh, with COVID, they had comor- morbi- comorbidities. People who um, were healthy yeah. and had nothing else. They it, it was it was almost it was almost zero percent uh, death rate. Yeah. So uh, these things, you know, they try to the, the press tries to push and, and and push an agenda and not not let the let the world see what, you know both sides of an issue. A lot of Hear both sides of an issue. Let have open dis, uh, discussions. You know, with, with the exception of podcasting stuff. When you start talking about the mainstream media, and even with podcasting, you know, you can get shut. You can get demonetized and shut down. Look on, at what on, they on, did on, to Xander. Yes, <laughs> they killed Xander when he started to say, "You know what? I I, I feel differently." 
and they attacked him and took, you know, they deplatformed him. They they attacked him, took away the followers. Yeah. And for and, a guy and, that's a great, great human being, you know, they were lucky enough to have him. They they disrespected him. It's horrible. And this is what they do. This is, you know, they don't want to fight on the issues. You know, they want to fight by taking away stuff or, 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 or calling you names and, 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 and like you said, throttling people's, uh, you know, so, so they, they're reached. So you, you can't, you can't find, you can't find them online anywhere. And, you know, I've heard, uh, you know, the, 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 these feminists, I've heard several feminists, old school feminists who fought, who fought for women's rights for years and years and years. You know, they call them TERFs, you know, I guess yeah. trans exclusionary, yes. something or other, whatever. <clears throat> you know, the, these, these, they, they were in the battlegrounds. They were the ones that fought for things. Yeah. They were the ones that, uh, you know, created situations where women, <laughs> we're able to get on some, you know, a lot of even, uh, even platforms, and they're and now they're they're the enemy because they say the, these men in dresses are taking away their rights. Swoopster, listen, tell everybody where they go check you out. Swoopster.com. We got a new uh, episode up. Came out last week. Uh, 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 Mom on a mission. <laughs> Rihanna Sanford. Uh, we kind of talk about a little bit about this stuff. She's uh, she's out there fighting for uh, moms and kids, and uh, it's a really interesting uh, episode. Check it out. So yeah, find us at Swoopster.com. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more show to go here. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News now and stimulating talk. You can talk to me. You can talk to me. You can talk to me If you're lonely, you can talk to me Welcome back to FOD 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk after this one, our buddy Bob Swick from Swick Speak will be coming by to talk about communism in Connecticut. Kind of a uh, theme here we're going with this LGBT stuff. And, of course, that's been infiltrating the military. Surprise, surprise. Ever since Joe Biden got in office, uh, Obama has felt pretty good <laughs> about, about polarizing the gay community in the military. The Pentagon ordered a Nevada Air Force base to cancel a drag queen show on government grounds just a day. I can't even help but like laugh because it's so ridiculous. A day before it was to take place, according to the New York Post. Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas was directed to shut down a performance or move it off military grounds despite the location being used to host previous drag shows. The family-friendly event scheduled for June 1st, the beginning of Pride Month, was promoted as having no minimum age requirement with alcohol available to those over 21 years of age. It was also labeled as a free community drag showcase featuring RuPaul's Drag Race co-star Coco Montrese. The DOD will not host drag events at U.S. military installations or facilities. Hosting these types of events in federally funded facilities is not suitable use of DOD uh, resources, Sabrina Singh, Deputy Press Secretary, confirmed. Certain criteria must be met for persons or organizations acting in non-federal 
capacity of the DOD facilities and equipment, Singh also said, according to NBC News. Orders for the cancellation came directly from Security of Defense. Lloyd Austin, chairman of Joint Chiefs and uh, Staff General Mark Miley. The outlet also reported with Miley reportedly having become visibly angry when he was informed about the event just days before. Um, all right, Brian. So it goes on and on into the weeds with, again, another brash kind of drag show that's been happening in our military for the last two years. It's happened quite a bit, and it seems to be a reoccurring trend. And it seems to be, again, it seems to be this side of the left that loves to rub your nose in it and make it look as bad as it possibly can and make us look as weak as we could possibly look. And they're all doing it in the name of this LGBTQ movement, which is, to me, really basically nothing more than making little, little cuts on America to make us a hell of a lot weaker. Well, (laughs) yeah. I think we all know that there is a enemy within that is trying to take this country down. Um, it's rampant in our military. It's rampant in our government. It, we see it in Hollywood. Um, you know, it's it's even in our churches. Oh yeah. At this point, you know what I mean. I mean, the Lutheran Church has just gone full bore into this LGBT thing. Um, you know, how do you demoralize a country? You know, I mean, how do you take over a country? I mean, one of one of the ways is to demoralize it, um, and to you know, and just to um, totally subvert it. You know, uh, you know, super sexualize it. Um, you know, and and just completely transform the mindset um, of the youth because that's really you're not going to change somebody's mindset that's 65 years old. They're already set in their ways. You know what I mean? They're not they're not open to it. They're like, nope, I don't want none of your homosexuality or your trans or whatever. You know, they're they're kind of set in their ways, right? Right. But it's 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 the that's why we keep seeing this stuff in um in schools. I mean, I, I had sent you an article about a teacher who was, you know, sitting there talking about anal sex and sex toys. Yeah, and, gross. you know, and G spots and milking the prostate in her own words. Yeah, it was disgusting um, and, you know, and very, giddy about you know, it too. Oh. Right, right. And she and she's giddy about it. You know, here's a grown woman getting giddy and 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 excited to talk about sex and anal sex and all these things with these, you know, obviously high school age kids. I don't know if they were, you know, you know, if they were sophomores or or seniors. You know what I mean? You can't tell from the from the kids in the video but the point is is that this is where our country is gone we have we have drag shows on military bases like what perverse you know what i mean yeah it's a, you know and 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 it would it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be i mean it still would be bad but i mean you know if it was a drag show for troops that were 18 years and older you know what I mean, and and it was a way for yeah, you know, just to ha- just setting, to have some a different right. It's it's the right. way that it's done. It's it's like 
Okay. Oh, it's a drag show. And, you know, drag was... Oh, every, a, everybody a, can come. Uh, you know, yeah, three years old, to, listen, six years old. You know, you're and, like, what? And people have brought the, the fact up that, well, back in World War II, they did things like... It was a different vein. It was a different Yeah, they type did of, cabaret. Yeah, it was different. It's, it's not like it is now. Don't even try to compare that. It's ridiculous to even make that, that comparison. But the fact of the matter is, like you said, it's the way it's presented... It's the way it's always put on the children's lap, like here, this is how we are. And um mm-hmm. and and it's happening increasingly more and more and more. And like you said, it's in it's in the church, which it was designed to be. It's in our schools, uh, it's in our military, it's in our government, it's everywhere, and it's a it's just a way to infiltrate and destroy. And if they had to use something else instead of this LGBTQ movement, they would. But this is the right. one. This is the easy one because there's such a uh, uh, a rationale of saying that, oh, my God, if somebody's against this, they're a bigot. And it's the easiest. And right. they do that all the two. The left does that better than anyone. The problem with a lot of folks on the right, excluding me, you, and CV and some others, is they're so damn afraid to take a stand against anything. They sit right. on their hands and they won't open their mouths because they think if they do, they're going to get attacked by some leftist that doesn't like them anyway. Um, right. Don't and, say and anything I think that's about- the problem. Yeah, don't say anything about George Soros because then you'll be an anti-Semite. I don't give a crap. <laughs> you know, George Soros is an evil piece of garbage. You know what I mean? And that's just and that's just fact. I mean, if 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 you need any evidence of it, look at the look at his history and the things that he's been involved in since World War II, like turning on his own people. I mean, he he wants to be he wants to you know to claim that people that are against him or say anything um, that paint him in a bad light are anti-Semites. Meanwhile, he was turning in Jews during World War II. Well, you're not a real Jew. And well, watching them go onto death that, camps. That argument shit. comes from when they say he's, like, if if they say Jewish billionaire George Soros. I don't think George Soros believes in God. Uh, I think George Soros probably worships Satan. Uh, I, I think he's an, he he worked for the Nazis, so I think once that happens, it kind of takes away, you know, a practicing Jew believes right. in God, turn right? In, turn turn in your Jew card. <laughs> well, you're not you're not a, well, but there is truth to that. You're not a you're not a Jew if you worship Satan. You're not a true Jew. Well, well you're not a Jew if you're turning in your own people, right? How, I mean, so you're I think disgr- there's, you're I think there's, well, I think there's a mix, and I don't want to get into a whole George Soros. It it does, no, it, right. it kind of has the same meaning, but I I think the point is for the regular Jew who practices, you know, Judeo values, they would probably say they don't believe that George Soros is a real Jew, uh, and probably. I think that they're probably right about that. So I think it, you know, it's just like saying, oh, hey, my buddy over there used to, you know, his uh, he's a Christian, but now he's. Uh, you know, some sick satanic, but we're still not going to refer to him as a Christian. 
You know, I think that's kind of where people get in the weeds with all this. And that's what happens with this LGBTQ stuff. Except, like I said, it's done in a way that's very clever. It's the it's the in thing. It's what all the kids are talking about. You know, it's like, wow, man, this is awesome. This is oh, those old right wingers. They don't know. They're just a bunch of old fuddy duddies that cling to their guns and their Bibles and chew their their spit do and go around in their pickup trucks and act like a bunch of hillbillies. And they don't know nothing about them LGBTs. You know, it's just like. It, it, that's the insanity of it all and that's why they're using it like they are they've weaponized it because they're very clever don't forget they're not stupid they may be sick they may be very out there i wouldn't allow anybody that i uh, th- that i love around these people but they're not stupid they know what they're doing and if you let them do it they're going to do it to you your family and everybody around you all right um listen we're going to be coming back we've got more show to go don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck 94.9. News now and stimulating talk. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. On the line with us, the one and only Bob Swick from swickspeak.blogspot.com. Check it all out there. Of course, I'm going to ask you about debt ceiling. What did, what did you think about the final passing of this debt ceiling limit? Um, it, it really looks like it gives Democrats whatever they want. They can basically uh, use whatever they the fun, any funds that they want. And it just doesn't seem like we're ever going to get control of all this spending, uh, are we, Bob? Well, I, I think the only time we're going to get control of spending again is when we have a Republican president with a Republican Senate and a Republican House. And then yeah. we can actually address the debacle that the national debt has become. I mean, we're $31 trillion in the hole. We're spending in excess of $500 billion a year in interest alone on the debt. Somebody's got to just get a handle on realizing that you can't just keep printing money and trying to create more cash to pay for all the debt and all the excessive spending that's going on in Washington. Some legislators actually understand that. Most don't. The Democratic Party obviously could care less if they bankrupt the country. So the national this this compromise, supposed compromise adds roughly five, four to five trillion dollars in the national debt. It's supposedly down the road because everything is always down the road, stabilizes spending so that there is less debt. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've heard this so many different times in 1994, uh, 2002. I mean, I hear it's just like a broken record. It's just the same rhetoric over and just over again. The, it's the proverbial kicking the can down the road, isn't it, Bob? <laughs> Exactly. And, and you know, we are at an Armageddon as far as national debt is concerned. And I'll point out, when I first started teaching economics, I used to talk about the $1 trillion national debt. And a lot of my students were just in awe of listening 
to the words $1 trillion. And I used to write it on the blackboard and they would be scared when I wrote it. And I said, this is what $1 trillion looks like. So right. I just add, add $30 trillion over the past, you know, 35 to 40 years. And, you know, who cares? That's, that's, that's what it amounts to. What's going on with the uh, local uh, zoning laws, Bob? I know that you've spoke well, on this uh, quite a bit um, in Connecticut. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, I can't comprehend what is going on in Connecticut right now as far as zoning laws and affordable housing and blah, blah, blah about housing and land and so on and so forth. Uh, there, there are several bills, but there's a major bill that is in the legislature right now, with the, which has just been added, a apparently a 90-page amendment, which I'm sure no one in, in the House or the Senate is going to read, right. which basically takes all the control of local zoning and puts it into an unelected zoning czar of Connecticut, which is basically going to feed all these developments into politically connected people in Connecticut so that they can take over wetlands, they can take over uh, all sorts of areas and towns and cities and build their supposedly affordable housing and housing that is eco-friendly and housing that is uh, close to public transportation. How this is ever going to be pulled off is is beyond me because I just can't see the logistics of it, nor can I see the economic develop, uh, the economic uh security and or the economic benefit to the cities and towns if they pull this off. It is a horrific bill. It, it is just utterly ridiculous. I've, I've written about these all these different bills over the past uh, couple of months that have been introduced in the legislature, and I really don't understand why the Connecticut Democratic Party, led by Ned Labonte, is so hell-bent on destroying the state. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Well, there's usually, we always know there's a bottom line. Um, how much money and, are they going to try to throw at this to give us this wonderful uh, zoning that's going to make everything better? Well, they're, they're throwing it at their political cronies, more so. The developers that are going to come in, and they're going to be the new carpetbaggers of 2023, where they're going to basically rip the land tear the land apart, I get it. put in these affordable housing units or, or discounted so housing. It's, so it's, I'm guessing it's eco-friendly because all the affordable housing folks will be next to the bus? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and next to the train stations in town and so on. Well, so good. And, and again, if you don't work on a, if you don't work at a location that's near a bus stop or a train station, I don't know how this is going to have any advantage whatsoever. Exactly. And and to think that all the train stops and all the bus stops are close to individuals where they work, you know, they're in for a rude awakening. But again, this is it's just the same recycled garbage rhetoric that's forced said to the Connecticut taxpayer that, you know, this is we know better than you. And especially towns and cities, we know better what to do with your property because we're the state of Connecticut. We're the Democratic one party control rule. We will tell you what to do when that's it. And I really, I, I really feel sorry for all the local planning and zoning commission commissioners, commissions, so on and so forth, because they're basically being, uh, for lack of a better term, stripped of all their power. Undercut. If that bill actually passes. They're on. They're being undercut. They're going to lose money. 
And then you wonder what drives businesses out of Connecticut. It's bills like that, Bob. Exactly. Exactly. And again, uh, there was another bill uh, where they want to come up and be uh, net zero carbon by, I think it's 2050. Impossible. They want to cut their carbon emissions by 80%. I, I, I don't even know how this is even... I don't know where they come up with these figures and how they come up with the plan. There's no plan. There's just, you know, we're going to say this and that's it. You guys figure out. How and to, how did how the Democrats, they put out a message of we want to create jobs. We want growth. And then they, they, they start pushing stuff like this through, which does the direct opposite. Exactly. It, and and the, the one thing that really bothers me about the uh, carbon law is that they have this now that now natural gas is no good natural gas being the cleanest energy possible yeah most plentiful all right let's eliminate it right now and we're gonna we're gonna go back to electric vehicles and all that kind of stuff uh even though we got to use uh fossil fuel and oil to create our electricity because we banned all these other energy sources it's utterly ridiculous. It's the same it's thing that line. you know on a national level, like they did with coal. These are these are clean energy sources that the left has deemed as evil, so therefore they must be eliminated. Exactly, and and again, it's a lie. It's just a, it's a chronic lie. Uh, you know the the chronic uh, claim of global warming, climate change, blah blah blah, over and over again. It's sickening. Yeah, it's a bunch a of a bunch of experts that know nothing. Exactly, exactly. You got something coming out Saturday. I'm interested to read about uh, what is communism. So, what are we talking about here? Well, uh, I, I've been on vacation for a few weeks, and I did travel through several former uh, communist Eastern European countries. It was it was very educational for me. Um, it really hit home, and it also solidified. What I've always believed in and what I always felt, that the people in these communist countries hate communism. They've hated communism all, all along. They look at the United States as being a beacon of hope, a beacon of freedom, of economic prosperity, of economic wealth, of economic freedom. I do not understand, especially in Connecticut, why Connecticut wants a communism-like form of government. And I, I, I basically drive the point home in, in my blog this week. There's too many parallels between communism and what's going on in the state of Connecticut today. And people got to wake up and, and address it. People got to wake up and really stand up and say, we are not going to accept this. This is happening in New York, Connecticut. It's like the East Coast is turning into this uh, cesspool, aside from you know, some of the smartest, like New Hampshire, which isn't so bad. Uh, but, the, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. We have the greatest country on the face of the earth. Why do they want to change it? That's the question. Well, they want to change it so they can benefit even more politically and economically and drive out the opposition. So they become the elite of society, as the old communist societies were, where you had a ruling political elite. And everybody else were the peons, were the slaves to the state. And again, you know, I can see, I, I see it happening every day in Connecticut. I it's know sick. you do. It's terrible. It's Tell everybody where they go. That it'll be out on Saturday. Saturday, SwickSpeakBlockspot.com. Please follow me on Twitter 
You know, Bob, before you go, when we talk about how great America is, and then when you talk about a time like that, 1956, uh, Elvis Presley being proud to be an American, man, those those were good. T- I wasn't around, but those were good times, I bet. Thanks a lot, Bob. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Freedom on Deck, old 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, uh, the uh, the mean one, Chet Martin, the redneck, Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton, who's out for today. He'll be back. I hate to uh, burst your bubble there, Brian, but C.V. will be back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so rounding up the show, we usually do a little roundup. I found this one interesting, and I, I wanted to see what you thought about this. Most people don't know who Tara Reid is. There is a Tara Reid who's an, an actress, but not that Tara Reid. This is a different Tara Reid. <laughs> if you remember, uh, she made the accusations that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her in 1993. Now, the article... In PJ Media uh, has said that she's been getting threats, so she defected to Russia, claiming that she no longer feels safe in the U.S. after uh, accusing Biden of sexually assaulting her. Reid announced her move to Moscow during a press conference in Russia with Maria Butina, a former Russian spook who was arrested after infiltrating the the NRA. Uh, Butina was released from prison and is currently working in Russia's parliament. Uh, Reed then spoke of the dangers she felt in the USA, claiming numerous threats against her, her family, and her pets. As I move forward, I hope to find safety here, Reed declared. I appreciate my friends in Moscow, Russia. They have opened their arms to me and given me the safety, including Maria Butina. I just didn't want to walk home and walk into a cage or be killed. Or basically, she's saying she's getting harassed here uh, because of her claims against Joe Biden, and it doesn't surprise me. We've heard that before. You know, this the weird thing about this though is with uh, Miss Reed, nobody ever covered that story. This was a a no. claim that was made from a she worked inside the Biden offices in 1993. But, you know, when somebody says Joe, B- when a woman says Joe Biden forced himself on me, I immediately say she's probably telling the truth. I mean, right. it's Joe Biden. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only the only and I'm not saying that the, that ser- people the serial make, sniffer. <laughs> right. He, and that's the that's our president. It's our president that when you hear that there are claims coming out against him from a woman in that kind of way, you kind of go, yeah, well, you know. It probably did happen, and if it didn't happen, you know, he's got that image to deal with, and and that's the kind of thing that follows you around. But for her to feel threatened and all that, it wouldn't surprise me. When we talked to Juanita Broderick on this program, when she told me, 
that after Bill Clinton raped her and and bit her lip and and uh, so famously said, put some ice on that. And she was, you know, I never forget when she told me that they were killing her pets. They're following her around in these SUVs. I mean, these these uh, these leftist politicians, they're very they're very evil and very crafty, Brian. And it, it seems like. It seems like they just are Teflon and they get to do whatever the hell they want. And a lot of them are like, oh, she went to Russia. Oh, that's that figures. She's probably being paid by Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. It it never stops. But, but, you know, I mean, here it's not a shocking revelation, right? I mean, we, we do know that that Joe Biden is a very, very evil man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we know we know that he likes to touch kids and he's got a lot of stories about kids whenever he's in public. He always invites he always invites the kids up to to take a picture with him or, or, you know, it's just it is so bizarre. And in any other sense, if it was any other president, I I mean, if it was Obama, even, you know, what I mean, I, I probably wouldn't even think anything of it if it was like hey you know the kids in the audience want to come up and get a picture with the president you probably wouldn't even think anything of it but because because it's joe biden and we've seen him (laughs) touching kids and and he's just disgusting in that in that sense you know that's the first thing you think of and 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 the way he says it he's so creepy with it he is crazy and you bring up the point of like it and you know it's kind of like it was kind of like that with Bill Clinton. You, you'd see him around women, but you didn't worry about him around kids. He that right. wasn't the. But Biden, you you worry about kids, and I'll yeah. never forget the. Uh, and I guess we're going to talk a lot about Joe Biden here, but I'll never forget when he tried to uh, kind of caress Jeff Sessions' granddaughter, and Jeff Sessions smacked his hand. <laughs> And I said, that tells you all you need to know. They all know about him. Yep. So Jeff Sessions knows something or you wouldn't slap his hand away when he's trying to touch your granddaughter. Right. Exactly. He he's like, get out of here, evil man. So what do you, you know? know, Jeff? Well, it, it is evil, but it's also evil for Jeff not to tell us what the hell's really going on. These people know what these disgusting. Right. These disgusting people do in Washington, and they don't say anything. Well, because they probably have so, they probably have video or pictures on Jeff Sessions doing some things that he <laughs> shouldn't be doing. Yes, I yes. mean, you know, th- these honeypot yeah. deals. I mean, that's the CIA and the FBI. They've they've made Absolutely. a they have made a um, a a a whole system of honeypot you know, little traps for for people of power so that they can corrupt and manipulate whoever they want. Look at what they do to Trump. They create things. Well, no, for, well, uh, well that's know. another well that's another that that's the schmear remember Na- yeah. Na- good old nancy told us about the schmear right you, you know first you first you tell a lie and, you, and, and then you give the lie to the media and then they run with it and then you know and that's the yeah. whole schmear and that's the schmear that's the schmear right that's right, the nancy? schmear yeah. yeah, the schmear, and, and don't forget, um, and don't forget. <laughs> it's almost like chuckles. you. It's almost like you, Nancy, being smeared with Schmirnoff. Oh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't drink, Brian. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and what was it? Schumer's six ways to Sunday to get you. If we yep. want to get you, we'll get you. And he was talking about Trump. 
Right. The, you know, they create that. Don't forget Adam Schiff in front of the world on television, creating mm-hmm. a phone call that never happened. I'm like, <laughs> how do you get away with that? Right. Absolutely. Everything you need to know. Boldface lies, absolute defamation of character. And 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 they get away with it. And it's just amazing. And look at Adam Schiff. Look at that guy. Look at his eyes. You tell me he's normal. Shifty, shifty. He, his eyes remind me, you know, Adam Lanza. I'm not going to discuss what he did. We all know what he did. He's a disgusting person. But he, Adam Schiff has those Adam Lanza eyes. Mm-hmm. Those like, just something's wrong with this person. It's and pro- uh, it seems like the left have a... Do you, do, have you ever seen anybody, and I'm just saying, anyone on the right... That's had those eyes because there are a lot of people on the left that have those eyes. And it just makes me wonder what that's all about. Right. It's, you know, is it Satan? Is it uh, like the pedophile eyes? I don't know. Yeah, it's creepy. I'll tell you that. Well, Justin used to have them. Yeah. Remember the, remember Justin's eyes? <laughs> Nobody knows. They're like, what the hell are they talking about? Not that I'm saying he's like that. He's not. But he did have those eyes. So it's like the you, there's just way too much white. Or it's just they constantly look like someone's goosing them. You know? Like, like it's just like their <laughs> their eyes wide open. That's uh, you, you call them the shifty eyes. He's shifting. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Dude, and, 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 and there's so many. It's like the... Uh, remember the chick... She's like the she's like the she's like one of the number one memes that everybody uses. Yes, I know what <laughs> you're t- with the smile. No, it's like she's like no, uh, yeah, where she's got the where following her, na- her boyfriend. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the chick where her 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 veins in her neck are popping out. Remember yes, that? Yeah, yes. with the real short hair and the yes. eyes are and the eyes yes. are just crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the shifty eyes. Yes, she's a liberal. Absolutely. I think that's the joke they make with her, too. It's like, you know, it's that that liberal lefty look that they have. It's almost like they're they're brainwashed or so. Oh, they are. Anybody have a you have to have a brain to be brainwashed. Anybody that would vote for that is uh, is brainless, to say the least. All right, man, we're wrapping it up here, guys. Listen, um, just so everybody knows, it's like a big production year out. Uh, We've we've sold our home. We're in the process of. Of, I'm trying to get down to New Hampshire. So if if there is a week where I'm not here or we're lacking guests, that's why. We'll be back to normal shortly. CV will be with us. If I'm missing, these two guys will do it. We'll be around. But just to get everybody up there and make sure that uh, you're always here because we're always going to be here. Same freedom time, same freedom station here with Freedom on Deck. I'm Chet Martin. That's Brian Bro. God bless America. America.